हेलो पीपल गुड मॉर्निंग नमस्कार आई एम रशीद कपन वेलकमिंग यू बैक टू डी एच रेडियो After much delay the Karnataka government finally tabled the Bangalore Metropolitan Land Transport Authority bill in the state assembly 3 weeks ago this umbrella body will coordinate with multiple agencies on issues related to traffic and mobility and help make sense of the city's humongous vehicular population its massive road density and ways to streamline it but BMLTA can do much more to understand its role better We speak to Dr. Ashish Verma, a traffic engineering expert from the Indian Institute of Science, and Srinivas Alavalli from Janagraha. Listen in. Hi, Ashish. Welcome to DH Radio. Hi. Now, the Bangalore Metropolitan Land Transport Authority (BMLTA) has mm-hmm. been finally tabled after so many years. Now, yeah. what does this really mean for the Bangaloreans? well i think what we have been missing in the city is a body that basically integrates you know the function of several civic uh, urban local bodies in the city in terms of the transport function because presently they are all working in silos and not having a single body that can integrate their functions through a proper legislation and adequate amount of power and responsibility we have not been able to bring a comprehensive and uh, holistic uh, you know transport system development which can be sustainable uh, in future as well so considering all these facts i think this is a welcome step although late but better late than never we hope that this should get passed very soon in the assembly and come to the you know actual implementation of course there could be scope to improve it in the future but at least we'll have a body that can help coordinate these different agencies in terms of transport related interventions and bring a holistic development for the city welcome to dh radio srini thanks ashit well it could mean very many positive things for bangaloreans rashid as you know our city has been uh, struggling for the last uh, 10 to 20 years due to explosive growth that we have seen in our city and the corresponding uh, lackluster attitude towards uh, you know expanding our public transport network so this what is led to this you know huge explosion of uh, private vehicles two wheelers and four wheelers the population of the vehicles has now crossed 1 crore where the population of the city is 1.3 crore as per uh, the latest data that is available to us and there hasn't been any corresponding increase in the mass transport or public transport mechanisms thankfully in the last few years there has been a positive momentum towards public transport particularly after the steel flyover beta movement that created public consciousness about urgent need for public transport instead of old fashioned unsustainable solutions like flyovers and road widening there is a larger acceptance in the city especially in the political and administrative classes that bengaluru needs better public transport and the parties to their credit and the administration has prioritized improving the bmtc the bus the suburban train which is a long pending demand finally you know today i saw some boards of care ride work happening near hebal and then the metro expansion of the metro and expediting of the metro why the bmlta connects to all of this is that when all of these agencies are working towards creating better public transport it is absolutely important for them to be aligned in their plans 
so there is uh, less overlap and more benefit and they work seamlessly for the citizens unfortunately in government each department and agency works in their own uh, mode and is not very helpful to citizens as we often uh, see about road cutting with different agencies one agency builds the road another agency comes and digs it up again so on and so forth a similar thing can also happen in the public transport area and bmlta is expected to avoid that and better integrate the planning of the different agencies that's why i think it's going to create a better seamless uh, travel experience for bangaloreans in the years to come Many people say that this is kind of a panacea for Bangalore's traffic kills and reducing the traffic density. Now, mm. is this the experience from many other cities in the West which have implemented such a common authority? Yes, of course, of course. So, to take example of transport for London, or you know similar such examples you'll see in many European cities, or even you know Singapore Land Transport Authority. These are all examples where. having such a body has helped uh, cities coordinate and bring a more comprehensive and sustainable uh, transport system development in those cities so there are several such examples where it has worked very well we still to see these good examples in india but hopefully bmlt could be one such example that we can see that can effectively you know help create a more sustainable transport system now it has been designed as a planning developing implementing and managing authority do you think mm-hmm. this will come into conflict with other para statal agencies and even the bbmp and other elected bodies well all these related bodies will come under this bmlta uh, so they will not be conflicting in any way each of these you know civic bodies that we have either bbmp bmtc bmrcl airide bda etc would then be forced you know and compelled to work in coordination with other agencies on several projects and which basically form part of the holistic vision or comprehensive mobility plan of the city which is not happening currently because of the lack of such coordinating you know agency in place so all these bodies would come under bmlt rather than you know coming in conflict of it so i don't see any issue of such sort happening planning implementing and even managing is supposed to be the mandate of this new bmlta now people foresee a lot of issues if this new agency tries to supersede you know corporations like bmtc or bmrcl how can you bypass these uh, wrangling yeah it's very much a possibility in government everyone tries to do one upmanship or the other and uh, currently the way from my experience the way it works is whoever has the highest amount of budget tends to set the agenda and that's really unfortunate the bmlta bill the current draft of it which i believe has been developed with the technical assistance from dult it does not try to supersede all the agencies it actually leaves the agencies to do their business they can metro will build metro metro will run metro bmtc will uh, buy the buses and run the bus service and so on what bmlta does do is uh, make sure that there is integration between the different modes of transport and aligning of the plans so if uh, both metro and suburban are creating uh, lines or routes to the airport for example bmlta will act as a forum where the routes can be discussed in such a way that 
a larger number of Bangalore citizens can benefit from this. If that didn't exist, both of them could literally go parallel to each other and cannibalize each other's business and not bring more citizens to take advantage of the services. So that kind of debates or arguments or you know plans can be settled at a central other. There are very few things where centralized authorities make sense and transport is one of them because transport is a regional level thing. It is not about just one city or one part of the city but larger city area and, and BMLTA actually covers areas outside Bangalore, the suburban, the other towns as well because that's how the metropolitan area of Bangalore is growing and the BMLTA will help with that. It does not have budgetary control over the individual agencies and that's a good thing. They have budget for the sake of the work that BMLT itself need to do for collecting data, for doing analysis and for providing technical support. All of that planning and master plan as part of the city master plan, the mobility master plan will also be developed by BMLTA. So, you know, while there are some fears that it might act as a big brother, but the text in the legislation that I've seen does not give some sweeping powers to BMLTA and which is a good thing. We need checks and balances in governance and I think this draft uh, is good from that respect. Now, what are the challenges we faced without an authority like this? I mean, we have had a lot of issues, right, between uh, different agencies. Uh, Can you spell out some of them? Well, just to take one example, you know, BBMP was uh, embarking on this wide topping of several roads across the city. And we saw many of these places where, say, BBMP did white topping a few months back. Uh, Within no time, these concrete slabs have been dug up by other agencies because they were also planning some projects. The best example is Outer Ring Road, where after white topping, within a few months itself, you know, uh, portions of concrete were broken for BMRCL to, uh, you know, lay the pillars and construct, uh, you know, their corridor for uh, the phase two. Now, that means that they were not coordinating with each other. They were not informing about their plans, which is what the excuse these agencies gave later on when they decided to do that, oh, that we were not aware that we, Marcel, was planning this like that. And likewise, you can see several examples where one after the other, you know, agencies come and do the work on the same corridor or same places without having any knowledge of what other agency is planning to do there. So this kind of lack of coordination and the absence of such body results in this kind of uh, lack of coordination among agencies and a huge waste of public money where, you know, same corridor, same roads are dug up or, you know, being utilized for certain implementation of projects time and again, time and again. And we don't see the fruits of, you know, the funds being utilized effectively. What about uh, citizens? Do they have a place in the table? That way, is it democratic enough? Yeah, in every branch of government or every level of government, there is citizen participation enshrined in our constitution, thankfully. It's not always implemented to the best of our wants, but it is there on paper. Even in DULT, there are committees, technical committees, advisory committees, where they have provided space for I think three citizens in that apart from technical experts. So there is a civil society membership even in the BMLTA steering group or advisory group, one of those two things. And then there is also the aspect of how the different agencies collect input from citizens. For example, BMTC has just announced that they will be participating in the BBMP ward committees. The ward committees are actually beyond BBMP. So the BMTC depot managers will go to the ward committees to collect 
collect input from citizens on routes and changes to schedules and things like that. And that is the right constitutional mechanism for different agencies, service provider agencies to involve citizens in the governance. So along with the ward committees and MPC, which is at a Metropolitan Planning Committee Board and BBMP, where all the councillors and mayors sit and the assembly itself, where the MLAs of Bangalore will be part of it. All of these are directly or indirectly bring citizens into the picture. What actually happens in real life, we have to wait and see when BMLTA gets formed and uh, the first meeting gets convened. That's when we will see how it is going. But from our perspective, we need to push for it even at this point of time. Now, if you see an average uh, commuter going from point A to point B, mm-hmm. uh, do you think the authority like this can help in intermodal connectivity and seamless transport? Yes, I do feel that because that's what I'm trying to you know, emphasize that having such a body and forcefully bringing all other you know, urban local bodies into its umbrella in terms of coordinating their functions and the interventions that they're planning, everything will become part. Uh, I mean, the projects will be taken up unless they're part of the holistic sustainable mobility vision of the city. And when you do interventions in that way, you'll eventually see improvement in, you know, the end-to-end or origin-to-destination travel of people, making it more easy, seamless on a, uh, you know, multimodal system. Eventually, the hope is that it should reach to an equilibrium level of the modal share by different modes, with public transport taking a considerable share, followed by walking and cycling, and even the first mile and last mile connectivity is being eased out. All these things and coordination can happen only when you have such a body like BMLT with adequate power and position in the whole governance of the urban transport. Okay. Thanks for your inputs and perspectives, Ashish. Thanks. Thanks, Rashid. Thank uh, pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Rashid. And that's all we have for you today. To keep you updated on all things news and views, head straight to deckinheral.com. 